This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Dr. Vic. And before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share with you my new book that has just been released on Amazon called Decoding the Matrix. This book is all about understanding the conditioning of how life shapes our mind and shapes our subconscious that may put limits on us to achieve the life we desire, to understand and actualize our potential, and the impact that's going to make on a soul level, but more importantly, accelerate your spiritual awakening. This book is something I wish I had years and years ago, and it has been the reviews that are coming in has just been absolutely amazing. People sharing how this gives them the insight of living a more fulfilled life, how to really level up, how they can live a limitless life, how they can create their own create the impossible, and so much more. You can get access to the book by just checking out the show notes click on the link there and you can go ahead and get the book today and then do me a favor once it you have read it and once you have gone through with it please share a review on amazon if you liked it it helps get the book and the message out there now let's get back to our show 
Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic and you're listening to another episode here on The Mindful Experiment as every Friday we release a podcast, an interview of someone we had an awesome discussion to dive deep about life, the mind, and so much more. This week I had the honor and pleasure of talking with Mia Hewitt and it was an awesome combo. We dove into how to find your potential, how to return to wholesomeness, what are the deeper root issues, right? Because so many times in life, we, we see this, and you've heard me talk about this before on the podcast, where you'll have something show up in life, but is it really the problem? Is it really the source? Or is there something deeper? Is there something that we need to focus on and heal and remove or clear so that we can be more of who we really are, return back to our greatness? And we talked all about that. She talked about her simple her processes of how she does that and works with her clients and so much more. And I just had a blast diving deep with her. Before we get to the episodes, to tell you a little bit about Mia. Mia is the founder and CEO of Aligned Intelligence, the best-selling author of Meant for More, Stop Secretly Struggling and Be a Force to Be Reckoned With, and an expert on the topic of human potential. For 24 years, Mia owned and operated a multi-million dollar company, but deep down she knew she was meant for more. Now Mia helps entrepreneurs from around the world who also know they are meant for more stop struggling and make six, seven figure leaps in their business using her aligned intelligence method. In developing her methodologies, Mia has interviewed and worked with countless others from best-selling authors like Jack Canfield, Mel Robbins, to billionaires like Martin Franklin and Jeff Hoffman. And in doing so, she's cracked the code that addresses the exact root cause of what is stopping people from living their full potential. Her aligned intelligence method effectively helps free her clients' minds from negative self-talk, helping them process their emotions to make more accurate decisions, no longer fearing people's judgments or needing people's approval so that they can stay in their power, trust themselves again, and live the lives that they always known they were meant to be living. I had a great conversation with her, Mia. I'm excited to share this recording with you. Here is my discussion and interview with Mia Hewitt. Mia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to have you on. Uh, when I saw you come through, I was like, this is a great combo we're going to have. And uh, for mm-hmm. the listeners, you're in for a jam-packed session here. Um, so excited, so much to go into and so forth. So appreciate you being here and sharing space with us at the Mindful Experiment. Um, as my listeners know, I like to get right into things and really just jumpstart this combo. So can you tell us a little about your journey and your story of how you ended up getting to where you are today? Yeah, Right. Um, it's such a fascinating how things really happen and turn out. Yeah. So what I, what happened to me is I was, I was born in the U S but I was raised in South America. So my dad is Latin and my mom is American, but I had white hair as a kid. I, you know, now it's colored blonde, but (laughs) as a kid, I had white hair. And so when we moved there, everybody thought like I was an albino. They, they were always touching my skin. They were always, you know, touching, like wanting to feel my hair. Um, and so how it all, how I got to where I am today is my father got caught sleeping with the woman next door and my mother divorced him and moved the four girls back to the U S on a beginner's teacher salary. So we went from being moderate, I would never say we were wealthy at all, but moderate to then being poor overnight. And so I remember um, my dog died because our house was so infested with fleas that they literally sucked the blood out of them. And I remember that day I made a decision. I was 13. I don't know what it takes to become successful or wealthy, but I'm going to figure this out and then I'm going to give it to the world. And, and I'm really just a woman who keeps her promises. 
I love what a story. I mean, it's one of those things where how life, um, it gives us an experience and we're like, heck no, I do not like this. This is the, I'm not going to go back here. This is not what I want to have. And I'm going to drastically change that. Yeah. Yeah. I was so tired of seeing her crying in the bathroom and it was devastating. I mean, obviously to lose my dog and I I went to work at 13 years old. Um, and I, you know, I used to say, you know, like to my mom and I have an amazing relationship with my mom now and so forth. I just want to say that. But back then I remember it used to drive me crazy because I would be like, mom, we have no food. And I'm like, what are we going to do? And she, she had this wishful thinking, like, I don't know. Someone is going to save us someone is going to save us. And so I was always like, you know, we have to save ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) No one's coming. (laughs) Like we have to save ourselves. And so I went to work at 13 and um, really started to unpack what is this thing called life and success and how do we get it to work for us? And instead of always feeling like it's working against us. So true. And in that mentality of saving or, you know, someone's saving us, it's not, that's not uncommon. A lot of people yeah. think of that in some way, shape or form, like this big event's going to happen and it's going to change and drastically transform my whole entire life. Exactly. That is such the biggest misconception <laughs> and misunderstanding and misperception of the entire universe. <laughs> yes. And I used to think it too. So I'm, I'm laughing with everyone, not laughing at them. Like, yes, that's exactly what I used to think too. But after building two multimillion dollar companies um, and helping hundreds of people free themselves from that trap, um, I know you and I both know that the truth is it's never real. It's in the tiny tweaks that produce extraordinary results, right? Or another way to hear that, it's really in the tiny, like the tiny habits that become the sum of your potential, like how you really live your potential. It's not what people think. It's not in the big things. I think that um, that's all in the the movies. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you there. And then that used to be me too, where it was always the big thing, right? Focus on the big thing, not the little stuff. Yeah. You know, it, No, it's the big deal. It's the big this, it's the big that. And after hitting a wall a gazillion times and uh, not see, after yeah. eventually I'm stubborn, so it took a while. Um, yeah. Then eventually I was like, you know what? Let's let's twist this around. Let's try little at a time. Right? I looked at nature. I studied nature and you just watch. Nature doesn't do anything big. Uh, maybe once in a blue moon don't get me wrong once in a blue moon that may happen i i use that analogy as like if you're trying to hit a home run all the time you're not going to but once in a while it's going to happen but it won't be as consistent as like trying to get a base hit every time yeah i mean like i love i love what you're pointing at there because even like a hurricane (laughs) starts by what it starts off of like a butterfly, you know, creating some wind, you know, inside of the, and then it creates this, I mean, it's amazing. How does that actually begin to form? But it is a really great way to look at this. Um, I like to say it inside of like content doesn't actually change people. Like the misunderstanding people have or the misconception is thinking that awareness is gonna be enough to create a different result. It is not, right? Awareness does not actually create a new result. Content, like knowledge then, does not actually change people. It's actually in in having someone support you in how to process 
the content, process the information such that you then know how to, you know, like focus on something differently, like think differently, feel differently in the sense of like, now what would it really feel like to have that result and then do a new change in behavior, right? Like that's, that's many steps. <laughs> that's not just one thing. And that I feel is why, like the, the thing that I constantly say to people is if you can feel this, it's like success is actually like a recipe. There's not anything that hasn't, that doesn't, isn't successful, that there isn't a recipe to it. Meaning it's not, you have to first understand the entire recipe, the sum of it. Then you need to be able to understand what are the key ingredients in that recipe. And you need to also understand on not changing the order of the ingredients. It's like, it's so fascinating, but that is so true into really shortening the distance between where you are to where you want to be the fastest, the way that you can do it by not changing the order. I love that. And you bring up something that's really dear to my heart too, because it's mm. things that I talk a lot about and it's like how, you know, we live in information era, right? So there's so much information and, and people are consuming so much more. And, but yet we the, the I would say just from what I'm seeing on my end, it's like, I look and I'm like, okay, the growth is not at where it should be. And I always tell people, you're, you're, you're listening and it's great knowledge. And I'm not saying knowledge is important, like listening to podcasts or reading books. I mean, those are all important, but it's like becoming, creating that, that um, inward to know how to process through these things, to tap mm -hmm. within. That's, mm -hmm. that's, I think is the whole new movement that's been, it's been coming for a while, but now it's like kind of getting out. Of, I call it the do, do, do model instead of yeah. being. Yeah. Like you go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go right ahead. That's awesome. Yeah. Like that. I'm agreeing with you. It's inside <laughs> of that being and doing together. Right. Yeah. Like I, I find people so much where they know a lot, but they don't live what they know. Yes. Yes, totally. Right? It, it, there's a quote I love that someone said, and I, I just love sharing this. It's like, yeah, David could pray, pray all day long and all that he wanted, but eventually he had to get up and throw the rock. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's really, and I really mean this in no judgment because it's not everyone's fault. There's really a huge misunderstanding on how do you live what you know. So like the exact, the exact steps is the first one is you have to, awareness is the first step. Because if you, um, the reason you have a problem, if there's something happening in your life and you, that, you know, that you haven't gotten a result you wanted, guaranteed you have the wrong problem guaranteed you have the wrong problem which means step one is you you have the wrong awareness what you think is happening is not the real problem it's the symptom so step one is always having the right awareness you can't change something you're not even aware of so that is the first ingredient but the second ingredient then is once you become aware of it you have to decide to face it lovingly Right. Like the second thing that stops people from beginning to live what they know is we're so afraid of doing it wrong or the fear of looking bad or the fear of other people's judgments that we usually don't want to do step two, which is decide to face it lovingly. But we have to face it lovingly from curiosity, because that's what opens us up to really seeing how to do the third step, which is to really have the right understanding. Because in order to clear, once you have the right awareness and decide to face it lovingly, to have the right understanding means you've got to let go 
of the misunderstanding or misconception or the misperception you have. You've got to be willing to be wrong and nobody wants to be wrong, <laughs> right? Nobody wants to be wrong. And so I always say like that is then in step three and then we're not done yet. Then in step four, we have to apply that new understanding. So it does us no good if we've just gotten the right awareness, decide to face it, gotten the right understanding, but then we don't, like you said, don't actually take action, right? Don't apply that new understanding such that we cause a shift inside of the way like inside of our behavior inside about the way that we see ourselves feel about ourselves inside of that and then take that action consistently and those new actions will create new experiences and the new experiences is actually what creates the new result i love how you bring this up because this this sounds very dear to my heart in many ways as a chiropractor and a coach because mm. a lot of times when someone comes in like as a chiropractic perspective if someone comes into my office it's never what they're coming in for that's not the never. issue it's never never the issue and the same in coaching and it's funny because chiropractors can't think around this and i'm always like you do this every day when i coach chiros and i'm like it's the same thing because i'll come and say i'm not getting patients or i'm not hitting the numbers or i'm not doing this and i said well that's not the problem yes it is i need to yeah. figure something and i'm like i'm i go Based if based on what I've done in my life, I used to think that was the problem. And then eventually I got tired of that because I got burned out too much trying to figure it out. And yeah. eventually I said, maybe there's something else I need to look deeper. And that's where I I, I started to go, you know what? I need to start looking. I, I understand all this mindset stuff. I don't apply it as much as I should. Maybe I should start mm. doing that. And mm. and I started doing that. So I'm going, yep, it's never what shows up. That's interesting. Never it is what shows up. <laughs> never, never. In business, it's never, it's the same. It's never what is really stopping us is never what we think it is. Um, and so, yeah, all the time, the reason why, and, and if you can feel this, you know, like the universal law of polarity says that there's nothing in this universe that exists in a half of something. Everything is existing in an equal and opposite whole. What I mean by that is for up to exist, down must exist. To for in to exist, out must exist. That means for lack to exist, abundance must equally exist in the same moment in time. That means for a problem to exist, the solution must equally be available in the same moment in time. What makes the difference is when you understand everything is happening right now. There is no like um, future and past, there's only the now and everything is actually existing. Now we start having the ability to start accessing this potential that people talk about in concepts, but don't really understand actually how to apply it in practicality. Make sense? Oh, no, that makes perfect sense to me. I'm, I'm a big fan mm -hmm. of law, polarity, duality, and all that, where I always tell people like when they have something like, well, if you can't have this, unless the other one exists. Um, yeah. And it's one of those things where they're like, but how do I, I'm like, you just don't, don't try to figure it out. Like you don't get left brain on me. Like we gotta, we gotta recenter here for a second. Yeah. It, how did, so how's the pro like when it comes to awareness, you know, how does that process come? Because a lot of times people have an emotional charge, right? Again, I think yes. this is also like the, the eras we're living in with more information. We are way over dominating our left brain so much to where mm. we're so analytical. We're looking at things saying, well, this is the problem. This is why it is. I know this for a fact. This is it. And it's like, what's that process to like have someone just shift and see something in a different way? How do you do that? That's really great. That is, that's a great question. So it's not what anyone thinks. That's the first thing. 
like I'm, I'm going to say it's not what people think. That's why it's eluded so many for centuries. Like this is really what it comes down to. What I found in my obsessive search for understanding why, why do we self-sabotage? Why do we get in our way? Why do we only see uh, symptoms and not the problems? Why? Like, why do we like get stuck inside of ourselves? And here is what I found. It's not what anyone thinks. What I found is every child is born whole, perfect, and complete. Not one baby is born with a self-esteem issue. Not one. So what happened to us? As what I found is as we grow, as a child grows, they grow through an emotional bond of trust. And when that trust gets broken, they experience an immense shame. It's so traumatic for them that they don't think that they're capable of surviving their emotions. And because they don't know how to process their emotions, they're very young, happens most often. We see it in like six months old to two, like two to three years old, like really young. It's all subconscious. It's not conscious. The conscious brain has not been um, formed yet. So it's all going in subconscious. But what happened is they didn't think they were capable of surviving um, and they didn't know how to process their emotions. So they internalized those emotions to mean there must be something wrong with them. And then what happened is they didn't know without knowing how to process and internalize, they took on that new identity of something's wrong with them. This was the birth of their ego. And that left them feeling all alone, abandoned, separate, like no one gets them, which is precisely how one describes how one loses their authentic self as it ceases to exist psychologically. It doesn't really cease to exist, but it stops operating. We stop living our true self and we start becoming who we think we need to be to then survive our life. And then this will replay over and over every negative experience, everything that stops every person from their potential. The self-sabotaging loop that is happening is happening over and over again until we free them from this trap. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense to me. Um, even in one of, in my practice, I, I am a, a pediatric chiro. So I see like 50% yeah. kids and a lot of my studies, um, we're even finding out now that we call them imprints. We're imprints and we know the developing of the personality and all these things actually start happening in the womb. Mm -hmm. And there's mm -hmm. things, they've done so many now studies on this where they can see like uh, um, what happens, what happens with mom or like how the mom, the spot, the partners are, how their, their relationship, like sometimes the, if the, if the dad or the, the, the partner's like, um, kind of like not looking forward to having a child, they can see emotional stuff traits show up later on. Um, it's very fascinating. Um, but it's some, these are, these are, I love how you brought that from there because this is something I bring up a lot about, mm -hmm. you know, zero to seven, you know, you, you, you said two months, you know, give or take to, you know, two or six months to three months to two years in three years. And what it is, is that then all of a sudden their left brain starts developing after two years old. And yeah. now it's starting to condition that. Right now yeah. it's saying, well, this is what happened. So now I'm going to condition it. This is what the truth is. Let me see. Oh yeah, there it is. And I always call it like a PTSD syndrome, but not, not technically, but it's like, because if once that reminder ego fires that survival mechanism in the nervous system yeah. and that reminder of the, even though they may unconscious of it 
a reminder of something from two months, six months, eight months, two years, five years, whatever it is, um, they'll trigger that. And all of a sudden it's like, nope, don't want to do it. Or they go through that whole self-sabotage or low self-worth or all those things you're mentioning. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I always say, if we don't heal this part of ourselves, because what, what we heal, people are always like, you're a business coach that heals core trauma. Yes. <laughs> Because that's what's ever, you know, otherwise all you're doing is going to keep self-sabotaging in business because everything in business is about mastering the relationship game. So, so that's all that business is, is we're going to master relationships. The reason why people suck in business is they suck at relationships. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what's really happening. And I'm speaking for myself, you know, like I used to be someone who, you know, again, um, didn't realize it was coming from my core trauma. Nobody could help me figure out what was wrong with me, even though I built uh, my first company um, because the core motivator for this core trauma, it can either be the super achiever or the underachiever, the star or the scapegoat. It creates the righteous or the wretched, the powerful or the pathetic, because either way, those are just different forms of ego. So we have superiority ego or inferiority ego, right? But either way, the way we can tell, like even those that feel like, you know, they're like the star, they inside, they don't feel truly fulfilled or they don't really feel um, like love or fulfillment or joy because they've just learned a really good act. Their ego is just really good and strong at that. Just the same as somebody who's, that's why not one's right, not one's wrong. Just the same as somebody who is the underachiever, who is constantly thinking like there's something wrong with them. The other person just feels like there's something wrong with them, but they're like in the rebel side of it. They're like, I'm going to show them. I'm going to prove them. Right. But you're, what you're speaking about is, is exactly dead on. What I'm hitting on is inside of this is that what we have found, even though the baby is sensing everything and can feel everything, even in the womb um, inside of it, where what we have seen is it's the split in self, meaning the core trauma I'm speaking about that really is the one that creates the self-sabotage is when the that baby, that child, that literally pulls back inward emotionally inside of themselves and splits from who they really are that divide inside of themselves what it does is it creates this thing this feeling of i know i meant for more i know i want to play big but please like like see me but don't really see me because if you see me you're going to see everything that's wrong with me so that divide like that I can't really be seen or I can't really, like people don't, even the suit for the super like achiever, they don't like that person always feels like people don't really know them because they never really let them see themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're speaking of me. So I know exactly what you're mm. talking about. <laughs> okay, good. That's, that is exactly what we have found. And that right there, that divide is the greatest limitation to human beings that divide inside themselves. Because if we feel like, you know, like when you, when we can feel this, like the truth is that how that divide is the greatest limitation to every single human being. Because when we heal our core trauma, 
the little girl, the little boy who once felt hurt in the trauma gets to be seen as whole, complete, connected as the man or woman she was always or he was always meant to be. And so it's the greatest integration back into wholeness. I love that. And it, and it's, it's so true. Cause it, it's like it, that, that when you don't heal that inner child, it's just all of a sudden it, it does create all these limitations in so many different ways. And, and it's amazing how the subconscious and the ego can hide that in, in yeah. very tricky ways um, yeah. to hold that back. But that was me. That was how it was. You know, I could be like, Oh, this, he's so amazing. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't know if I want you to get to know me because I had a low yeah. self-worth issue. And, uh, and I know exactly where it started when it happened, you know, all that stuff. And it, it takes the other thing for the listeners listening. Sometimes this stuff takes time. Some people can clear it out quickly. And some others, I I always say like the longer it's been like deep rooted, I think sometimes it just has to take time to work that out of the nervous system and get out of these habits of creating that, that, that's that same cycle over and over. Yeah, we, we have, well, we've got it down, you know, we're, I'm not an overnight success. So I've been doing this many years now, um, but we've got it down to, it takes us eight weeks <laughs> to support anyone to get from, like, I know it, like, people are always like eight weeks. Yeah, but I didn't start at eight weeks. Um, I think in the beginning, um, it used to take me like six months. Um, and then when I started to see how to like shorten it, shorten it, shorten the time, um, it really became that because the real battle every human being is fighting is the battle between the adult side of themselves, the logical side versus the unconscious child in you side. That is the real battle that's really going on in every human being. And so it, just like I was saying earlier, everything is a success in, is in the recipe. You just have to understand what is the whole recipe and then what are the key ingredients in that recipe, do them in the right order. And then you will always, always, always get your result. Not maybe like if it's, I'm going to put it into something that people, it's really easy for people to see. If I wanted to bake a cake and I had never baked a cake before, and I wanted to bake a chocolate cake, it's not enough to want to know that I need chocolate. That's just awareness. Okay. But then if I go, okay, but what's the whole recipe? And I understand the entire recipe of what it looks like. What are the key ingredients? What's the order to that, that recipe. And then I follow the process. I follow the order and I do it. And I never, ever, ever end up with a meatloaf like ever. Like it's, it's not like, well, I hope this happens. Right. I think the problem is, is that most people um, have been, told that they were going to have the result or get that answer or something. But when they don't really, you know, understand the process or the person helping is doing the best they know how, I mean, it's not, I'm not blaming anyone. Um, They just don't get the result, but it's just because there was something missing either inside of the recipe, like the person not, not understanding how to get, how to achieve that result or the way, the order that it was done or the support they needed in, under you know getting that process does that make sense no that that makes perfect sense because you have to have you know there's a there's a there's, like you said it's, it's like a recipe and, and like i yeah. love using baking as an example because it's it's a pure science yeah um, and this is why i don't like baking uh <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm scientific but I, my art is cooking so it's like when i cook something yeah. if something doesn't like if it's not gelling i can change it up or i can change yeah. up a recipe and not have to worry about things where, yeah, baking, I, I failed so many times at that, but it's so true because you can. I mean, it's one of those things where uh, 
being able to just it, awareness, I always say is like the, one of the biggest keys because that starts the journey. And yeah. if you can know to where to, where the, you know, if you know that most of the time what you're dealing with is something from the past, I think just that alone, I know that for me, it has helped because yeah. anything that shows up, I, I, when I wrote one of my first books, I, I talked about how the universe always is there. It's always there to support you. It's always loving you and trying to help you remember who you really are. Like to remember that, that, that light, that, that essence when you were, you know, when we were first born. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, things are going to come up in your life. And most of the time, that's going to be something that's trying. And if it's something that's a pattern, I'm always like, there is tons of good there that we can find out what's going on and seeing this pattern kind of happen and show up. And then how do we do the work to process through that so that we can help the, the person, you know, be aware, do the work to heal, be more mindful of it. And then then, then from there, kind of said the four step process you're talking about uh, to do that kind of thing. I hope you've been enjoying this amazing episode. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. How often do you wake up in the morning and instantly wish you just had another hour of sleep? You hit the snooze button and hope the next time your alarm goes off, you're just going to feel a little more energized. We've all had those mornings and the worst part is trying to turn on your brain to keep up with the demands of the day. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. Maybe you have brain fog, your energy's low, or you just can't concentrate. Do you feel distracted easily? You feel like you're not getting enough done. Do you want to say goodbye to the bad days for good? Imagine having control on how you feel and being able to turn on your brain within 10 minutes of waking up without coffee or caffeine. Simply flick a switch and turn on your brain within 10 minutes of waking up in the morning and be totally engaged, focused, upbeat, and productive no matter what gets thrown at you. It's like a do not disturb button for your feature for, a feature for your brain. All of a sudden, everything seems to be going your way. You're in the zone. You're having the best ideas. You're happy. People are smiling at you. You aren't getting distracted. Your mind is clear, and it just feels like the universe is on your side. I've personally experienced this over the past few months since trying Newtopia. Newtopia is the most advanced brain support and cognitive enhancement system that I've ever tried. They specialize in personalized brain supplements, also known as nootropics. If you never heard of nootropics or brain supplements, don't worry. They've been around for a long time and are safe, legal, and used by millions of top performers around the world to enhance mental performance. It's safe, natural, and non-addictive. And you can choose blends that don't have caffeine if you're caffeine sensitive. Simply turn on your brain within 10 minutes of waking up every morning and the effects consistently throughout your day. I highly recommend Nootopia system for anybody looking to take their focus and mental game up to a new level. They also stand by their products with a 365-day money-back guarantee. Go here now and experience your best mood and mental performance with personalized nootropics. Go to nootopia.com forward slash Dr. Vic and enter the coupon code Dr. Vic 10 for an extra 10% off. All right. Information. You can find out more about this in the show notes. Make sure to check that out. But now let's go ahead and let's get back to the show. Yeah, no, I love it. I love exactly what you're saying. Um, I think that like a couple things that really stick out for me when you say that is because the truth is to succeed um, in life, like to really grow, right? All growth requires an unlearning. This is, I, I think that because we are never taught that in school, um, that we actually have to unlearn something to actually grow. Um, so like as an example, if we were, if I was to ask, 
you know, a person, what are your limiting beliefs? Or, um, you know, they, they would either say, well, I don't know, or I don't think I have any, because they think what they're living is actually just the way life is, right? Or they just don't know them. And that is correct in the sense of I don't know them, because we don't actually, ex we don't recognize when we're experiencing a limiting belief in the moment that it's limiting. But here's how you can tell. This is, this is, and, and the reason is, is because limiting beliefs show up in our lives as that's just the way it is. That's a fact. But the truth is uh, the way that you can actually see where all of your limitations are is anything that triggers you. Anything that triggers you right there is the limiting belief you were looking for. That is the blind spot you've been looking for. That is the gold. The problem is when I say that, it pisses people off. <laughs> Hence the limiting belief. <laughs> like they don't want to be wrong. They don't, you know, they, they feel threatened. Um, they want to blame the messenger. They want to go numb. They start second guessing. They feel, you know, again, this is all triggering the trauma. So all of the things that stop someone, the reason, like the truth is, each of us have a pattern way of being and responding that is all coming from our core trauma. The core trauma created a perception or perspective, which then created our beliefs, which then created our actions or our behaviors or our non-actions, which then creates our results. So the, the thing that really is what everybody is looking for, the gold, is everywhere you're triggered, everywhere you go confused, everywhere you start second guessing or doubting yourself, everywhere you're not trusting, everywhere you go numb, everywhere you don't finish what you start, everywhere you think it's always money that stops you, everywhere you have a time scarcity, right? It's like where you think it's time. Oh, it takes time. It Time is never the answer because time is the enemy of choice. The shorter the time, the fewer the choices. So you will accomplish way more in less time by not allowing time, right? But anytime you have something, because those are always going to be symptoms, the symptoms going to happen first. It's going to fire. So whenever you're feeling this way, um, whatever it is, frustration, anxiety, triggered, um, anger, lose your temper, um, feeling frozen, feeling stuck, any of those things, that is the blind spot you've been looking for. I love how you brought that up because that's something I, I, I harp on or talk massively about. It's one of those things where like the triggers, right? What triggers you is the work you got to work on. Always. And I and I always joke and I say, the more the emotional charge you have, yes. yep, the more resistance you have with it. And that's the yes. way, that's where the, the, the gold is. And it's funny because you know, you it, it, nothing against like therapists or anything like that, but right. like I know, I know therapy. Uh, it, it, I, I remember I was going one time and I was talking to talking to my therapist, and I was just like, "Hey, you know, what? How long does this process usually take it, to, to get to a process? It's like six months to a year to usually process through things." And I'm just like, talking about something over and over makes no sense to me. It just never did. No sense. No it, sense. I went to years of therapy, and it drove me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> nuts i'm a get it done girl like we don't build million dollar companies by talking about things all the time it's like it just doesn't make any sense um so and then again i don't fault them because it's how they're trained but it is really not an effective way to actually do it we that's why we can do this in eight weeks because it's 
it's where people let me say it this way i think i think this would land more i like understanding that the mind is there as a processor okay it's just a processor your mind was never designed to be a storage facility your mind is like a tool like your let's just say i'm gonna, i'm going to make it like this like your hand or your pinky right your pinky supports your other fingers and grabbing so it's a tool but you would never go when somebody asks you well who are you oh i'm my pinky but how many people think that what you think about is who you are you are you have a mind but you're not your mind that's very different the mind was designed to actually be the servant and not the master. So the mind is really designed to process what is, what is coming up for you emotionally so that you can then process um, what, you're, what you're emotionally feeling so that it can then be, re, you can return yourself back into alignment or homeostasis such that you can then be in your power. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense to me. It's, it's, yeah. it's always you know it's all inputs and outputs is, is what i always just like to say and it's always just analyzing and processing and, and seeing what shows up and all that good stuff and yeah. so then is this is, is are these things that we're all discussing right here is these the yeah. things that hold us back from truly achieving and experiencing what our potential really is and then if you don't mind and mm -hmm. i'll just tap something onto that what i love when people bring up the word potential because i'm like what is potential yeah i love that question so much Oh my gosh, that's a great question. So the first thing that I want to say about potential is if you if you feel that inside of it, all a potential is, is the, the sum of our habits. To live our potential, we have to first look at our habits because we're just the sum of our habits, right? And so the definition of a habit is a behavior pattern that runs consistently until it becomes involuntarily or unconscious right so think of like brushing your teeth or what like looking both ways before you cross the street right without thinking inside of that and so what happens though is so that becomes the the a habit it comes from a set of unconscious thoughts emotions and behaviors that your body knows how to do better than your free will or your conscious mind Okay, that's what it is. Now, the key, though, what happens to us all is that when we don't know how to process these emotions, and we're not taught this, like I have, I actually design my own methodology, um, just like I design my own methodology on how to heal the core trauma. I design my own methodology on how to actually um, process your emotions. Uh, how do you, how you can actually um the i call it the aligned intelligence method and it's a way that we can check our assumptions be able to sort the the symptoms from the problems be able to sort the the truth from the story the truth from the limiting belief the truth from the judgment the truth from the resistance right so like that it what it does is it allows us to process everything that is in our way so that we can release the attachment that emotional reaction or resistance inside of that is really limiting our potential so what limits our potential is when we don't know how to process the negative emotion resistance limiting belief story judgment the need to be right any of that when we don't know how to process that we limit our potential because intellectually you're not able to see reality 
where your opportunities are because your behaviors are all reactionary from emotion, right? So this is that where if we don't heal that emotional side of ourselves, we limit our intellect because all behaviors are actually emotional. They're not logical. So what happens to us then is then inside of these emotional experiences, right? What happens is it gives the body a rush of energy. And then unfortunately, without understanding all of this as the whole picture, like the big picture recipe, we become addicted to the rush, right? We get addicted to the, the problems, the conditions to like making other people wrong or wanting them to pay or something in that regard of the circumstances because it reaffirms our limiting belief so that we can feel. The whole thing is to feel like we consider we don't do anything for not for we don't there's nothing that we want in this world that anything doesn't matter what it is success more money a better body better partner you know uh, like connection with our children there's nothing that we want that the only reason why we want it is we think that if we have it we would feel better that's all it's all to feel but yet None of us have been given the manual on like, where's the, pro how do you process your emotions? I'm sorry. I didn't grow up in that family. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I grew up in the family that, you know, you know, gave us the belt or washed our mouths with soap or like, you know, um, didn't know how to process their own emotions. Um, and so it was just compounding inside of this, you know, but the key is to answer your question, it's all going to come down to how to really process our emotions. And so what to live your potential, the truth is we must see ourselves greater than all things physical in life. Let me explain that. Like we have to be bigger than the circumstance, bigger than the situation, bigger than the judgment, the resistance. So the truth is to create your own reality on purpose. The first thing you have to do is you have to consciously accept responsibility. And I don't mean that as like, you better be responsible. Like, you know, how our parents might've said that to us. I mean that you have to decide you're capable. You're, you have to decide that you are capable even before you will know how, right? So the first thing is you have to accept that you're capable before you'll know how. The second thing is you have to then actively and deliberately choose everything that's happening in your life. Everything that's happening, nothing can be outside of it because as long as something is outside of that, where you feel it's happening to you, you will always feel like you're a victim to life. And then you're not creating on purpose. You're right back into reacting and surviving instead of creating and thriving. And so the, the third thing is, is that you have to learn how to self-observe um, this is the aligned intelligence method that I teach is where we actually teach a, a skill that allows them to interrupt that automatic programming and patterns so that they can look lovingly from curiosity and be able to. So here's where the here's where potential happens. Understand that potential happens in the space in between your automatic reaction and your aligned action. In between those two, the automatic reaction is in between that and the aligned action is your greatest power is choice. It's in this space of expansiveness where your real power lies.
So what happens is, let's say someone, I'm going to use an exact example because I, I want to ground this into practical. So there was a person where, um, who's doing a, a side project for me and, um, you know, like she thought I should have, there was something in her space when I showed up on the call that I was asking her to do another edit. And there, and, but all I could feel is a, her judgment. Now I had no idea why she was judging me. Like, I'm just asking for an edit, right? I, I don't know why she's triggered. I could feel her positioning. Like I could feel her like resistance. I could feel her judgment and so forth. And rather than react to it, because this is what allows you to do that, right? I can see what was behind this experience, that there was some, like, I don't know what it was, but I can see behind it. And I'm like, oh, look at that. Like she's right now, there's something she feels is wrong and she wouldn't come off of it. And I said to her, I'm just curious, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm asking you for this edit. It, I am in no way saying you did something wrong. Do you, can you feel that? Like, I'm not, I am in no way saying there's something wrong here. And um, it was really great because she was then, yeah, but you should have already, you should have already known the edit before we had this conversation. Wow. That, well, thank you for like letting me know, like that's, that was your perception of what should have happened. I never had that. Like if she had said to me, make sure, like if make sure you know exactly what edits you need before we have the call, I would have been prepared that way. But that was not my understanding of the call, my understanding of the call, we were going to get together and then work it out. <laughs> but how many times does this happen? The reason I'm saying this is like in the moment when you feel the resistance, like she, she didn't want to come off of that positioning, but I didn't know the judgment she had. Like I, like she's in her own perception. It wasn't my perception. I'm just watching her have this reaction. And I acknowledge whatever she, you know, like whatever's there. I'm like, I could feel that you're really like resisting something or you feel something's wrong. What is that? And I can ask more questions. But the reason I say, share this um, so much, Vic, is because it, she, it's fascinating because that is why people are not successful in business. Because when they come with this, when they feel it should have been different, but they didn't get clear agreements. Right. She, if she would have asked me for a clear agreement on something, I would have, then I would have been, then the, the circumstance or situation would have been a totally different experience for her. But when she wasn't, but she's not being clear on what it is that she wants, but then she's expecting it or assuming it should be that way. Anytime we think life should be different, we're the one suffering, the person who thinks it should be different. And every time we don't take that moment when we're feeling the resistance to go, wait, wait, what is really happening inside of me right now? Like, why do I feel such resistance? Like, why am I upset? And we don't process it. We just like took the gold and like missed that opportunity, right? Like it doesn't, it, it, you don't really get away with it. So here's what I'm saying about this. In, your, in our own resistance or in our own judgment or in our own limiting belief, when we go through an experience and we just, we don't stop and process it, we don't actually get away with anything. We're just delaying our suffering and our greater results.
that's all that's happening. Because in the moment that that's happening for her, what I'm able to do, because I'm not, I'm okay to be wrong. I'm okay to be like, I, oh, I didn't get that done. Like, I'm totally okay to be wrong in that situation. And so because of that, I'm able to see behind the experience, which gives me the ability to make effective, timely, purposeful decisions from alignment in the moments that count the most. That is really how you live your potential, because that's what it looks like in reality. Does that, does that like land and practical for you? That's beautifully. I think you explained that beautifully. Um, oh, good. Every element of it. I think I agree with a hundred percent. I totally, you know, it's one of those things where um, you talked about, you know, giving, you know, making a choice, choosing your, don't give your power away, right? Because so many times yeah. you do that. Yeah. Right? And then totally got deep into like, you know, when something shows up, especially like miscommunications, they can happen all the time. I always say that's all the, the time. That's the, from, as a chiropractor, we talk about this all the time with the body and the brain, but even in life, I've learned over time that like everything that happens in life is when you deal when anything comes up in a relationship, it's always a miscommunication somewhere oh. down the line. I've at least looked at that because every time an issue would show up, I'm like, man, why is this happening? But, you know, let me take a step back. Let's analyze. Yeah. Let's see what I did wrong. What I didn't do my, where's my part. And then let's see how I can, you know, address this. And all of a sudden it's like one little switch on something. We're like, Oh, that's what you meant. Ah, now we're on the same page. All right, let's get rocking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that is how we're master success, right? In business and in life, it's all inside of mastering those experiences, how to become more than your circumstance, how to become more than your situation, how to become more than your judgment, how to become more than your resistance, how to become more than your limiting belief so that you can really be who you are meant to be as your potential, having incredible experiences with people and not like living in survival. I, I just think the, these are the things that when we can apply this and we have this ability to be more and do more in the form of a new behavior, choosing who you're being, choosing your response, choosing your intention, choosing your behavior and actions, well, then we alter our life experiences. And this is how we live our potential and thereby alter our life because we've awakened our greatest power of choice. I think I can end this on that. So Mia, this was awesome. I could talk to you all day. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> it's been so much fun. Thanks so much. It's been awesome. How can people find you, connect with you and you know get your book and all that good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to my website. It's on www.mia.com. Hewitt and Hewitt is spelled H-E-W-E-T-T. -T. So Mia Hewitt dot com and you actually download the first three chapters for free and if it resonates and everything you can buy the book i think it's like seven dollars and an ebook but it it is the book i wrote the book it's called meant for more how to stop secretly struggling and become a force to be reckoned with and i wrote the book to fulfill on that promise I made when I was 13 years old, that if I once I figured this all out and I could give it to the world, I would do so. And it is the manual that everybody is looking for on how like that we should, should have been given at birth on how this life really works and how to really work with life so that you can actually have it work for you instead of feel like it's always against you. 
Love that. And for all the listeners, I will have all that information in the show notes for you. Uh, Mia, this was amazing. I, I love what you're doing. I love your energy. I love your promise that you're holding to. Uh, we have some very similar uh, crossovers there. Uh, I remember at 12, I told my mom I was going to figure out this thing called life and then share it with the world. Um, so it's very funny how you were saying, it. I'm like, that's interesting. Um, but appreciate everything that you're doing and, and all the work. And thank you for taking time to share with us. Absolutely. And thank you so much for everything that you're doing, Dr. Vic. Like, I just really want to appreciate you. Like, thank you for really elevating people's lives and really showing them how that body and mind are working together and bringing in that wholeness back. Like, so thank you very much for what you're doing and helping people lead an epic life. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.